What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's everything you want. It's nothing you need. I thought the show was called Everything You Need and Nothing You Want and Everything You Want and Nothing You Want and Everything You Need and Nothing You Need and Everything You Want and Nothing You Need. At this point, it's nothing you want, nothing you need. And yet, people listen, I think. I hope. I think sometimes. I don't know. Let I me, mean, you uh, can you can check the numbers on, like, the podcast I stuff, try to right? not look at the numbers. They depress me because they keep going down. Like, you can look at, like, well, not just the YouTube, but, like, the, the analytics for the podcast. Oh, like, for the audio podcast? Yeah. Uh, I could probably pull those up. Yeah, I'm sure you could pull mm, that up. Yep, them subscribers keep dropping. That's great. Oh. Uh, anyway. Here we are again, another week. Let's, uh, let me pull up the, uh... You gonna pull that up? The old analytics. All right. While you distract the fans, as we call them. Oh that's no. Our, that's our terminology for people who uh, enjoy our work. We call them fans. It's uh, I think that's a radical uh, term. I think that's a. I got a. Uh, I got. A, I got a better term. Verbiage. We can call them people. Hey, Pe- people. People's good. How you doing? I checked out uh, last night. I watched um, uh, Hairspray for the first time in completion. I know nothing of that musical. Uh, it is about uh, segregation, racism, how it's bad. But it's called Hairspray. Yes. I um, I don't know why it's called Hairspray exactly, except that they use there, Hairspray. So like a barbershop or like a... No, the the, the main thing is like, like a, a TV show that's sponsored by a Hairspray company. And so they use Hairspray. Do they have a song about Hairspray? Kind of? I mean, I would ask the expert, but she's not here hmm. at the moment. So. But you just watched it. You wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, it was good. He says with a question mark at no, the it w- end. No, it was good. I liked it. It's, I just, I don't know the correlation between segregation and racism to hairspray. Like, hmm. Jersey Boys is about four boys from Jersey. Yeah. Les Miserables is the miserable, and yep. they're, they're miserable people. Phantom of the Opera, there's a phantom, he, and the phantom he sings of opera. opera. Yes, yes. Cats is about, you know... Angelical cats. Yeah, it's about something. Ba- babe, babe. She ran away. She she ran away. She, ran okay. away. she said, "I want nothing to do with you Why or is, your bad storytelling." Could could you come over here, please, for a second? Because I mean, I would consider you the expert on this matter of um, hairspray. Why exactly is hairspray called hairspray? If there's no hairspray involved. There is hairspray involved. Can Can you speak in the mic? Is Is there a song? Is there a song about... There, there is a song this about one Hairspray. Here is like, he's like, it's called Hairspray. I don't know why. It had nothing yeah. to do with Hairspray. It has everything to do about Hairspray. What exactly does it have to do... Besides the fact that like it's sponsored by Hairspray and they use Hairspray. Like, What does segregation equal Hairspray? Because depending on which community you're in is the price of, of the Hairspray. They, they mark up the prices based on... The demographic. And it's got Queen Latifah. And John Travolta, right? John Travolta is the mom, yes. Interesting. And Zac Efron. John Travolta is the mom and Zac Efron? <laughs> yes, John Travolta is playing Zac Efron. He's really stepped up his game recently. Oh, okay, bye, babe. Anyway. Oh, she says her feet are cold. We still don't have an answer as to why 
Hairspray is called Hairspray. But anyways, other musicals, Life's Dear Evan Hansen is called Dear Evan Hansen because he wrote a letter to himself called Dear Evan Hansen, and that caused a whirlwind of shit to happen that he decided to go along with. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is just Monty Python. Actually, no, it's Spam a lot, but, you know, it's a it's a, it's a, a riff on Camelot, which, you I'm, know, King Arthur is from. I'm currently writing a musical called Norm uh, in honor of Norm Oh, McDonald. nice. What happened to Norm McDonald? Rest in peace, Norm. We miss you. He had cancer for uh, nine years and didn't tell anybody. Oh. And uh, so, so uh, was, uh, do you want to tell us why Hairspray is called Hairspray? I feel like we just went over this. We were about to, and then she left. I mean, she kind of she kind of acknowledged that there's something about Hairspray in there. Is it name brand Hairspray, or do you think it's like the cheap stuff? Yeah. Maybe that's it. They're... They're upset that they can't afford the good stuff, and they have to resort to like the store brand hairspray. No, they're upset about they can't be on the show, and except for one day a week where it's called Negro Day. One day a month. One day a month. Oh, I thought it was one day a fucking week. I like how you were mildly outraged at one day a week, and then you were corrected to a month, and you were like, "Wait a minute, that's <laughs> way worse." That is way worse. It's like, yeah, we can only have black people on the station. Once a month, is it Negro Day? Yeah, it's Negro Day. Musicals are interesting. Yeah, history's weird. It takes place during the 60s. When when was Hairspray written? When was it written? The 70s? Is it a new... Oh, it's an old musical. Yeah. Like an adaptation. Yeah. Okay. There's been many adaptations. Yeah. Hmm. When do we get Sonic the Hedgehog, the musical? Um, Sometime soon. We already got Shrek, the musical. A masterpiece. There's the SpongeBob, the musical. Which actually is surprisingly Apparently really that's good. also very good. No, Shrek the Musical sucks. Oh. I tried watching on Netflix. It fucking sucks. Oh, that's right. It's like a... F- it's it's a... It's just a animated film still. No, it's, it's an actual... It's oh, wait. A, there's a live a, action It's a stage musical? musical. Yeah, oh. and it's a piece of shit. For some reason, I thought it was Because Shrek doesn't film. work as a musical. Hmm. I mean, the, 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 the natural film is kind of a musical. But it's like an anti-musical. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but, like, it uses a ton of music to... Yeah, sit, but it's message. not associated with the characters. The characters singing. aren't singing. It's, it's, um, it's, like, disjointed from it. It's like background music. There's, there's a term for that. Yes. You and I are both trying to struggle as we think it, of the term. It starts with a D or an Di- S. Diametric? No. Diatronic? Di- 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 diatonic? Di- I, th- I think so. Something like that. It starts with a D. You have two computers in front of you, Hunter. All right, Maybe you I'm should on look it. it up. Name for when music is not actors associated. can't hear music. Yeah, it's gonna come back and be like deaf, <laughs> non non diegetic sound. Non diegetic, also called commentary or non literal sound. Yeah, is any sound that does not originate from within the film's world. Because all like the Disney musicals, the character is singing it and it's progressing the story. Whereas in Shrek, you know, it's music that. They can't hear it, but we can, and it's essentially feelings. You know this was, uh, you know this was an educational podcast, did you? Yeah, because, I mean, plus, I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, Shrek the Musical doesn't open up with, Somebody once told me. It should. I know. Everything should. Everything should. Yeah. Spider-Man. The Prince of Egypt. Instead of Deliverers, Somebody do you, do you <laughs> remember? Do you remember the Spider-Man musical? Oh, it, out of the shadows. Um, <laughs> how it was only for like one night only because it just the guy that played Spider-Man got injured and then they parodied it on South Park. It was so bad. Oh, and Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, they parodied it on Kimmy Schmidt. 
Interesting. But the South Park one's hilarious because you got Randy Marsh as Spider-Man. I saw like some deep Shelly! dive. I saw some deep dive video on that thing, and it was like if it could have gone wrong, it did go wrong. Yeah, that was that was a that was a cluster. And now there's gonna be uh, there uh, this week there was a trailer for um, Hawkeye, which I'm excited about because it looks like it's being inspired by the Matt Fraction's run of Hawkeye, which I have. I love it. But there's a scene in the trailer that looks like it's a parody on Hamilton, and it's uh, Rogers the Musical. And it looks like it's going to be about Steve Rogers, and I guess like, Interesting. his exploitation with the Avengers. Exploits, not exploitation, I'm sorry. Just, you know, him with the Avengers and whatnot. Interesting. But I want to see that musical become reality. I want to see Rogers the Musical. Hmm. Like Roger from American Dad? No, like Steve Rogers. No, Roger... Yeah, the alien. Roger the alien. Yeah, he's probably had his own musical at this point. That show is that show still going? I, yes, I'm surprised there's not like a Simpsons the musical or a Family Guy the musical. I'm sure Family Guy has done or Sim. I'm probably both of them. Have yeah, done musical episodes. Musical episodes. But I'm talking about a musical, full blown musical, like a Broadway production. The Simpsons has to have had something. I, I don't feel, think so. We would have heard about it. A Thirty years stint. Like the you big Disney movies get musicals. Like Aladdin's got a musical. X Play had a musical. I I feel like uh, Little Mermaid has a musical. The Lion King has a really good musical. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is also really good. The Aladdin one's also really good too. I want to see that live. I saw the only one I've seen live was Beauty and the Beast hmm. on Broadway. I saw Lion King Broadway. Like on Broadway, 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 Broadway. Yeah, I saw I saw Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I didn't really appreciate it at the time because I was in middle school. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. It's 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 Broadway. It's Beauty and the Beast, and I'm in that phase of like, yeah, I don't really care about Disney Where's right now. Where's the cartoon? And it was that phase of like Disney's for kids. Ugh. It was also during that phase that I'm also like South Park is is stupid. Dragon Ball Z is also for kids. I want to watch some like adult anime, like South Park Battle is... Vixens. I love South Chobits. Park. I just wish they had a more consistent schedule. Well, they did. Miles is always like, like he'll ask me, he's like, "Is South Park happening right now?" And I'm like, "I have no idea. Let me check." And I look, and I'm like, "It's either, it's either, nope, they haven't done anything in two years, or it's like, oh, well, you know, they just wrapped up another season. I know, had no idea. You know why they haven't done anything in almost two years now? Because of fucking COVID." No, I get that, but but at the same time, like, because usually it's like around September time. It's like, all right, it's gonna start cranking out now. But even even before COVID, there it just seems like their schedule has always been a little. It's like off. September to November. It's a little random. That's usually the schedule time, September to November. I just love how they have such a incredibly short turnaround. Mm-hmm. Like something will happen on Monday, and by the new the next new episode, they can. They're it. already like referencing it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, but. What's going on in the world of video games? Um, 2K slash um, TGX, THQ, THQ, 2K, THQ. Sound it out. THQ. Mm-hmm. They had like a weird mini direct thingy. They showed off some games and like, hey, yeah, we have like 20 other games we're working on right now. But here's a couple games. They showed off something, another thing. Something destroy all humans too. Go cool, because I, I completely thing, I completely missed it. I didn't even know what happened. A brand new SpongeBob game. So let's let's go through it because I didn't even know what happened. Yeah, no, I saw it was happening. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Interesting. I don't really care. I mean, you know, they're not really 
big. I mean, they're big, but at the same time, it's just like, eh, eh, eh that kind. You know, it's just, eh. You're not excited to wave dash as, uh, as SpongeBob? They didn't show anything about that game. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Hmm. That's disappointing. Uh, I know on the 20th, which is tomorrow, T- tomorrow, we should be getting Persona news. Oh, is that the anniversary date? I think so, yeah. Okay. Is there, like, have they said to expect news on this date, or we're just I anticipating? Thi- I, I think so. I could be wrong, okay. but I think so. Um... I'm hoping we get an announcement of, like, a uh, remaster of, like, one or two. Or a collection. They're just like, you know what? The Persona Collection coming to PS4, PS5. Put it on Switch. And on Switch. Put them on Switch. You want to make money? You want to not be square and be like, check out this awesome collection of some of our all-time classic greatest hits. Only on PC. And Only mobile. on PC and mobile. I don't. I don't know what they were thinking about I, that. I don't know, and it's hilarious too because every time their social media posts something about it now, put on console. All the comments are just, "Yeah, that's cool. When's it going to be on console?" Yeah. When's it going to be on Switch? And honestly, you know, a lot of times I'm like, "Man, gamers are, are you know." They're whiners, they're babies, you know, you can't please them. I'm kind of with them on this one. Like, yeah. I see no reason for it to not be on console. I don't understand why it's not. Like, I don't get what they're trying to accomplish by only having it on those two platforms. Um, You know? Money, I guess, but... But, it, but that's the thing, everyone's like, we want to give you money on this platform... I mean, to be fair, in Japan, I think the PC and cell phones are the biggest devices. They probably are. That's true. So that so they're only looking at what's big in Japan because they're Japanese. Yeah, that's true. They they may just be more concerned with the Japanese market. Like they're not trying to promote it to us. They don't care about us. That's true. I mean, you're not wrong. Maybe that's maybe that's what's holding them back. Exactly. But. What else is going on in the world of gaming? Uh, that's about it. It's kind of been a slow week in terms slow of gaming. Week. Yeah, you know. Um, so, mean we're going to sit around and talk about our feelings? Yes. Hell yeah. Oh. So, I'm feeling a little sad right now. I'm a little nauseous just thinking about talking about my feelings. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, what have you done this week? How's the week been in the life of Huntar? Mm, I had a cookie that I thought was delicious. You you were not impressed. No, it was it was like too buttery. But like, I mean, eh. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever. Well, that's not true. I've had a bad cookie, but any cookie that's not soft and chewy is a bad cookie, though. If you ask me, I like a good. I like a good in between. Like I like a little hard, but also a little soft. Like a nice, good, fresh. Pick a lane. Nestle Tohal. Why you say it like it's cuisine? Nestle Tohal. I believe the term you're looking for there, and let me translate to all the uh, locals. Nestle Tohals. See, <clears throat> that's you. You just went to a different language. We. Oui. And you reverted back to the other language. Hi. Wow, I didn't know you were such a linguist. Hi. What a guy. Uh, let's see. I'm sure something's been going on. Uh, that one girl was found. No. Um, 
the GameCube just has 20th anniversary. Cool. 20 years old is the one of the greatest systems of all time. We need to have a GameCube game night. GameCube game night? Yeah. I had a GameCube game night once with uh, Ian and Miles, and Miles will gladly remind you that I became extremely irritated and salty when we were playing Mario Baseball, and that game was rigged because Ian kept throwing strikes and I couldn't hit the ball. Not because I'm bad. It was because that game was rigged, mm. and, and I it was coded for me to lose. I could have won. I should have won. That was like two years ago. I'm still not over it. You know what we could try to do is have a rock band game night. You got all the equipment? No. Do, do you? No. So, oh. so there goes rock band night. Well, we find it. It won't be that hard to find. Maybe. Go to VNC. They got plenty of you, like plastic guitars. You want to find two guitars, the microphone, and the drums. That's that's rock band night. The full set. Okay. We just go to VNC. They're more than likely going to have all that. He may have one or two things. He's going to have plenty of guitars. I doubt he's going to have the full set. I'm sure he's going to have some mics. And where are you going to store it all? I don't fucking know. Um, but I still have my 360, which I have a lot of shit from Rock Band 1 and 2, Rock Band ACDC. Is that whole era and, and, and game style just gone now? I think so. Uh, Rocksmith is still a thing, but you have to actually own an actual guitar. Yeah, and it's it's less party game and it's more, more learning. learning how to actually play, which, I mean, I still think is a cool concept, yeah. but it's not a Friday night, get all your friends together type game. From what I know. Plus, I'm sure those controls are probably, like, falling apart. Like, you try to, like, use it, and it probably won't be as responsive because after a couple of years, those guitar controllers just kind Oh, of yeah. Suck. I mean, that, that, that's, that's the other issue, too, is, like, yeah, you, yeah, you may be able to find a, a guitar, but is it going to match your system? And even if it does match your system, is it in good condition? And even if it is in good condition, does it work properly? Because a lot of those, I had one brand new come that never really worked properly damn um i had because i i remember i got it was like guitar hero 3 i think and it came with two guitars one of them i used all the time worked flawlessly the other one almost never worked it, it was terrible um which sucks because they're those are really fun games and they're really popular like everyone i know seems to really enjoy them everyone i know i think at least at one point owned one of them yeah, I had Guitar Hero and Rock Band. So I had, like Guitar Hero three, Guitar Hero one. So I'm not Hero really World sure 4. what caught. I mean, did it just burn out? Did it have its phase and everyone just kind of went? Maybe because eh. there was also like DJ Hero and, and Band Hero, and uh, now there's a PC version called Clone Hero, which you can actually just import and create your own songs. Yeah. Um, there was Beatles Rock Band, which that was really good. But I mean, that was part of the era. That's the thing is like I I, I don't know what. If sales numbers were just dwindling, because it if, continued on into like the PS4, Xbox One era, but that was like they tried to bring it back. Yeah, and it's, it I don't know work. what happened. I remember Guitar Hero's last game was a huge flop. Yeah, it was was it Guitar Hero Live. Is yeah, that, is that what but it was, it was called? also like a live service. Oh, uh, I just remember like the whole point was like, oh man, we got a real audience here, and they'll actually boo you if you suck. And I was like. That's not, that's not appealing. <laughs> that's not why I bought this. 
If I, wanted, if I wanted to be booed for sucking, I'd buy Boo. a real guitar. Oh, you fucking suck. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, what? But you the, have a real guitar. I do have a real guitar, and it's missing a string. Yeah, and it hasn't been tuned. Yeah, and I, and I use it. it. I use it to prop closed my two curtains. Yeah, I kind of want great. it so I can like get up back with guitar. You gonna start a band? Yeah, I mean, we got a keyboard right here, which I mean, you already know how to play piano slash keyboard. That is true. We just have to find a place to plug it in because you can't plug it in where it is because um, oh, yeah. the internet. The internet is important. Without the internet, what is life? Why do you... Oh. Because that is yeah. where the <laughs> uh, fiber... I don't have fiber. <laughs> no, we do. That's the thing. That's where the fiber comes no, in. No, I know, but it's it's converted. That's yeah. that's why. Yeah. Because the fiber box... If they had the modern side. line, you would just have one plug coming out to yeah. the router and you'd be set. I was like, well, I was like, what? But I mean, you know. Uh, at first I was like, I'm like, you don't have cable TV. What is that? And then well, I realized I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the. You know, it's an old studio. It's the reference. Um, reference. Uh, uh, converter. Yeah. Um, internet sucks. I also, internet guess what converters. happened this week? You were there for that just a couple days ago. What happened this week a couple days ago? I picked up Midnight Sun. And you're so. It's the fact that you're really proud of it, and at the same time, while being proud of it, you're also just like, I've made a grave mistake. I yeah. hate it. I'm miserable. But I got it. I'm it's, reading it right now. I'm on chapter three. And for, for, the, for, for the uninformed, what is Midnight Sun? Why does it matter? It is Twilight from Edward Cullen's point of view, which I've never read Twilight. I've only seen bits and pieces of the movies. Okay. But I'm like, you know what? This sounds interesting. All right. But you've never read Twilight. Maybe this might be better. You know, now that she's had years of experience from writing Twilight and all those books, maybe it's gotten better. So this is a new book. Yes. It's Twilight from the point of view of Edward. So we get to see what he thinks and whatnot, what he's doing. That just feels like a cop-out book. It might be, but you know what? Since I've never read Twilight... I feel like you should read Twilight first. Probably. And then read Midnight Sun. But at the same time, like, I'm going in backwards. And here's the other question. Why at all to begin with? Well, it was on clearance. But, like, there's there's so many other things you could be looking into and investing your time in. Why this? You know what? If I want to honestly say, boo Twilight, Twilight's garbage... I want to at least give it the justice it deserves. I feel like you could just watch the movie and do Yeah, that. but I'm sure that's much worse. I'm sure the movies are just hot pieces of garbage compared to the books. I'm sure the books can be a little bit better because of the active imagination. So you're so let me get this straight. Your entire goal here is to finish a crappy book that you know you don't like. That all, I may actually like. Also, you can justify saying, I don't like this. Possibly, or I could end up liking it and be like, I guess I'm going to read the rest of the books and be like, oh, okay, all right, I guess but, what they're they're just okay, they're just mediocre. But from what you told me, <clears throat> from what you told me earlier, you're already in a place of like, I don't like this, I'm suffering. Oh it's no, no, good. no, no! I didn't you, you, that's what you said earlier, uh, before I? we started. You, that's what she said. Oh, uh, I heard. You, I thought you said earlier. You're like, I'm on chapter three, and I'm suffering. Oh, or something no. Something like that. I just said, I'm on chapter three. She probably said, I'm suffering. Maybe. Interesting. Like, I'm willing to give it a fair shot. Chances are, I could end up liking it and be like, oh, it's it's okay. You know, it's not 
the worst thing in the world. I've read worse books. You know, it could just be like, yeah, you know, it's it's average. It does the job. If you say so. It just also so happened, like, I was actually there to buy another book. I was buying uh, Empire of the Vampire, Empire of Vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, brand new book that came out. Like, I remember seeing, like, previews for it, and I'm like, okay, this seems like it might be interesting. Like, a cool epic fantasy, but with vampires. Uh, and it just so happened that I ended up getting two books about vampires. And I'm like, well, that's just pure coincidence. That's just hmm. That's just pure coincidence. I mean, I've... You know, I mean, I am a fan of vampires as a whole. You know, I've usually around October time, I reread Dracula every year because it's a really good book to read. Although this year I might mix it up, might go with uh, Frankenstein. Might go with Midnight Sun. <laughs> no, no. Might mix it up this year and read some books about some other vampires. <laughs> no, you know, uh, Frankenstein, that's also another good one. You know, you want some good old classic, very original science fiction. Yeah, Twilight. And then I've also read The Vampire Chronicles. Not all of them, but, you know, a good chunk of them by Anne Rice. You know, that's the really adult vampires. You know, it's very bloody, very gory, very sexual. You know, they, they're, they're, they're basically, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, or child. Interesting. Yeah, it gets it gets kind of disgusting. There's, there's, I will give it this. It's a spoiler, and it's disgusting, but at least he gets his comeuppance. There's a vampire named Armand. Mm-hmm. He is terrible. He uh, has sex with little boys, kills little boys. He eventually gets killed, so it's okay. But still, there's a book that's like you just follow the vampire Armand. It's, it's not cool. Uh, interview with the vampire. There's a vampire little girl. Uh, she was converted when she's like 10 years old, but she still like ages mentally. So she eventually like starts to fall in love with the main character, uh, Louis. Uh, in the movie, it's played by Kristen Dunst, and uh, Louis is uh, Brad Pitt. Hmm. And it's just it's weird. It's just weird because like mentally she's an adult, yeah, but physically she's a child, mm. and it's just like oh that's no. So all the lollies are eating that one up. Yeah, I mean they're well written, and like Anne Rice can write them good. It's just you know, it, it's it's taste, you know, whether you want this hyper sexualized vampire stuff. That you know they are they are essentially monsters, you know they're yeah. Or you know you can go safe and go with like Dracula, which I mean in itself is not very safe because he is also. You know, banging left and right and eating people. And it's also suggested that he's bisexual. So Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. Castlevania. I also really enjoyed Castlevania. Everyone likes Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Castlevania is what got me into vampires and Dracula. I mean, that makes sense. That's a bit of a gateway. Yeah, because I played Castlevania. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I should read Dracula. tracks. And one day in high school, I think in 10th grade, um, I guess someone left a copy of Dracula under their desk. They checked out from a different library, and I'm like, this is my book now. This is mine now. Yeah. <laughs> and I still have that copy. Did uh, Was Symphony of the Night your first Castlevania? Uh, no, actually. No, Symphony of the Night was not my first. My first was uh, Curse of Darkness. 
Actually, no, my very first was the demo for Lament of Innocence, because I remember that was on a demo disc that was with uh, Final Fantasy X-2. Are those the 3D ones from, like, the yes. 360? and the PS2. Okay. No, no, PS2 and Xbox, not 360. Okay, what's the one on 360? Uh, Lords of Shadow. Lords of Shadow, okay. And that's the games that killed Castlevania. I was going to say, none of the 3D ones are, like, good, right? Ah! I'd say the PS2 era, like the two ones, like Lament of Innocence and Curse of Darkness are really good. Because, like, Lament of Innocence is the origin story, so you play as, like, the first Belmont. You play as um, Leon. Leon Belmont, voiced by the same guy that does Kakashi. And then you're fighting this vampire that's not Dracula, but for all intents and purposes, it's essentially Dracula, but it's before dracula Mm. Uh, his uh wife is converted to a vampire so you're forced to kill your wife using this whip that's like the alchemist whip and then that becomes the vampire killer you slay the vampire uh your best friend is actually the one behind it all because he's actually trying to get the uh, philosopher's stone so he can become a vampire because his wife died during while they were out in the crusades and so he hates god and then he's the one that becomes dracula and so Leon's like, my bloodline will hunt you down. And then that leads to Castlevania Three, which is Trevor Belmont, the first Belmont to kill Dracula. Jeez. And then Curse of Darkness happens after Three, where when Dracula died, he put a curse upon humanity. Uh, and you play as one of Dracula's servants, uh, Hector, who is a devil summoner, who essentially becomes a good guy. And throughout the game, like you fight Trevor Belmont at first. And he's like, oh, wait, no, you're actually a good guy. Okay. And you team up together and you fight uh, Dracula because he comes back to life again. And they're like, no. Yes, he does. Stop, Dracula. And then Dracula's gone for a while. Then Simon Belmont fights Dracula. Simon beats Dracula. And then Dracula's body parts are, like, exhumed. And they're going to try to resurrect him. So Simon Belmont has to, like, kill them and kill Dracula again before he gets actually brought back to life. And that's four, right? Uh, No, that's one. Four is a remake of one. Okay. And so is Chronicle. Chronicle is like another remake of one. Jeez. And then after one, then it's uh, Harmony of Dissonance, where you play as Simon's Grant. Well, actually, no. There's the Castlevania Adventure, where you play as Christopher Belmont, which I think that's Simon's son or grandson. Which one is the critically acclaimed, universally loved Castlevania 64? Uh, I think that's actually like a side story. <laughs> that's not even worthy of a main. It's it's like somewhere later on because I want to say it takes place after Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night, be- only because it's during that time period. Because Richter Belmont fucked the Belmont clan because he decided he decided to let himself get corrupted by darkness from the Dark Priest Shaft which is what happens in Symphony of the Night, and therefore they're not able to wield the uh, vampire killer whip. Mm. And so they're like, there's Order of Ecclesia, where it's like, hey, you know, we'll fight Dracula in the meantime. There's the Morrises, because the book Dracula apparently is canon to the Castlevania franchise. So, what was the last Castlevania game we got? In the actual timeline, or like, just Castlevania? Like main, main Castlevania, full, yeah, like main full-blown title. Um, well, I guess it'd be Curse of... No, not Curse of Darkness. Not, not, no, uh, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, and the Castlevania Lords Jeez. of Shadow 2, which was its own different universe. I really did bury the franchise, huh? And then you also had Harmony um, of... No, Harmony, not... Um, 
Harmony of Dissonance? No, that's the GBA one. There's Harmony of Despair, which was like the multiplayer Castlevania game. Yeah. Which that was really fun. We we played that. Then there's the Aria of Sorrow, which is the end of the timeline. It takes place in like 2000 something. That takes because apparently in 1999, when there's the solar eclipse, Julius Belmont is able to seal Cas- uh, Dracula. Yeah, isn't the series like super far in the future? For the last two games, it's not like very far. It's like 20. 40 maybe mm. 2030 so not very f- we're closer to aria of sorrow happening where you play as essentially the reincarnation of dracula the more you know and speaking of castlevania it has been uh rumored that we might be getting a uh castlevania game boy advance collection because it's been listed on several um it's been rated in several different rating boards like for australia and um like the Philippines or something in France. This has been and Castlevania be Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance, and then Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. Two of those three games are great. This has been Castlevania Corner with Thomas. Circle of the Moon is not so great, but it's still not bad. Did, uh, I mean, Konami in general right now is just a shadow of what it once was. Yeah, um, they're like pachinko. They, I mean, the, they don't make many. I mean, what was the last game that they actually made that wasn't like football? Are, like, are they making? I think they make like football console games, games anymore. The like, f- like the FES, the Fez, the football shit. Okay, I think that's it. Conan. But they they haven't used any of their IPs to do anything else anywhere. Uh, Contra on mobile, Yu Gi Oh. Oh, that's right. They do on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Games. Oh, yeah, it's the PES, the Pro Evolution Soccer. But um, it's just it's just what like they they not only make hardly make video games at all, but now their reputation is also damaged with sort of the the treatment of Kojima and his departure. Yeah. Um, Konami is just they've got a lot of backpedaling and recovery they need to do, and I don't see it even happening like I, I i think i think they're and it's weird because there was a recent event with them not too long ago where they they like strongly reaffirmed like we are still a video game company we mm-hmm. are still making games we've got lots in the works but you, you look around and you look at what they're doing currently and you don't see any of it yeah so i don't know i don't know what their plan is or if they even have one Cause like here's some old Konami franchises that are dead, for the most part. Castlevania. Uh, yep. Silent Hill. Yep. Metal Gear. Yep. Frogger. Yep. <laughs> Gradius. Yep. Sweet Coden. Yep. Zone of the Enders. Okay. Dance Dance Revolution. Yep. Bomberman. Yeah, well, well, Bomberman is Super Bomberman R is kind of recent. I'll give him that one. Boktai. Yes. Although that only had like what two games. That was a Kojima game as well. Yeah. Rocket Knight Adventures. Yeah, that's long Bloody gone. Roar. Yep. That's about that's about it. And Rumble Roses, rest in peace. Rumble Roses, yeah. If you want like something similar to like Dead or Alive. Yeah. But Rip, with wrestling. Ripperoni. Ripperoni um, pepperoni. But so yeah, so I don't. I don't know what. Because I showed you Sui Coden for the first time like just the other night. And you're yeah, like, and I was huh. like. I kind of want to play this now. Yeah, it's, this is it's fun. Good. 
<laughs> and you, it's you unfor- own it physically. I do own it physically. So you um, could, if you got a PS3 at home or a PS1 or a PS2, you can pop it in and be like. But then you yeah. let me play two, and I was like, I don't want to play this one anymore. Oh, two is way better. Um, <laughs> if you got a PS3, you can still I, play P- P- the second one. Mm, you just get it digitally. That's right. It's a PS1 game. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Code in 3 is actually pretty good, which you can buy it on the PS4. I can get which one on PS4? 3. 3. And okay. I think on the PS3, I want to say Sweet Code in 4 is available digital, or maybe it might be also on the PS4. Because hmm. if it is, I'd also recommend getting Sweet Code in 4, because that was my very first Sweet well, speaking Code of, game. Speaking of PlayStation, you've been on the hunt for... Uh, I don't know if you've actually been on the hunt, but I know you've been craving... Uh, a PS Vita yeah. again for quite some time. Are you pursuing that? Are you looking into getting one? Uh, not yet, just because, you know, trying to save up money for stuff right now, but it's it's in the back of my head because I want to, like, replay these old games again. Like, I want to replay, like, all the Persona games, like mm-hmm. Persona 1, 2, 2, 3, 4, um, play some old PS1 games that I can actually then map the uh, analog the D-pad to the analog stick. Okay. So that way I can play like Xeno Gears with an analog stick, which feels so much better than using the D-pad. Play yeah. something like Sweet Code in 2. Yeah, because we, we were trying that out the other night, and I was like, I wish I could use the analog stick. Oh, yeah, no, because the PSP and the Vita has the um, the mapping. Yeah. Well, Which I don't understand why PS3 doesn't have that. The Vita is so weird. How just like... The Vita was amazing. Everyone sat around and went, man, this thing's really cool. And then the people that made it were just like, nah. <laughs> like, I don't understand what happened. I Did they just look at the sales numbers of Nintendo, of like the DS, and went, ah, oh, we can't compete with that, so screw it? Like, mm-hmm. was, was that it? Because the DS, I, I think, is like the top-selling handheld. Maybe? Um... That fan, or maybe it was the Game Boy Advance fan. But one of those two is like the top selling handheld systems. So I don't know if they just looked. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna blow Nintendo out of the water," and then they didn't immediately. So they just said, "Screw it." Okay, so uh, I'm ninety percent sure Sweet Coded Four is available on the PS3 digital. I love that ten percent uncertainty for nine ninety nine. Yes, for nine ninety nine, you can get Sweet Coded Four on the PlayStation Three. Hmm. If it's still up, I would hope so. Cause I don't remember if I bought that or not. I have to honestly. I'll probably check after this podcast. Go see if I bought it, <laughs> and then re-download it, what which I did with Persona Four. Best-selling handheld. Oh, that's going to be like the Game Boy Advance, SP, or the DS, Family. They're selling game consoles. But I mean, we kind of... I know we've gone over this before, but I'm... Yeah. I want to look strictly it's at... It's definitely Nintendo. has the best handle. Nintendo DS Family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One, 154 million. But here's the thing. Like, the PSP and the Vita are so great, and when you mod the PSP, it becomes the best handheld ever. I'm sure the Vita because becomes one as two, but the Vita is much harder to hack. So the PlayStation Portable PSP sold roughly eighty million. Mm-hmm. The Vita sold ten million. God damn! So that 
that I think is why Sony was just like forget it because that that means that means the Wii U sold more than the Vita. In that perspective, I can see why Sony was like nah. But the Vita was so good. It was like the RPG machine. What what is it because 10 years ago when, when did the Vita release originally? 20 2012, 2013. No, cuz I was it earlier than that. 2011 because golden came out in 2012 2011 i mean was looking back 10 years ago were i mean oh okay no 2013 okay but still was i mean so all right so eight years ago you say rpg machine it was really the jrpg machine yeah which i think even now is still niche to a degree so i know going back eight years ago it was even more niche. Because, like, Persona 4 Golden, that was, like, the big console seller. So I think... Well, I think that was the issue is... The, Tales of Hearts R was really good. I think that was the issue was those 10 million people all love JRPGs, which is why the Vita was so loved. But if you don't play RPGs and you don't really care for JRPGs, I don't think the system had much to offer. I think that may have been its issue. It had Uncharted, Golden, whatever. That was all right. I don't think that one was very good. It was okay. Um, I think that was its issue. It had some like Monster Hunter clones on there that were pretty fun. Yeah, that may that that I'm assuming that was probably its downfall was was it was pitched. You know, word of mouth got around. Oh man, you can play so many cool RPGs on this thing. But if you didn't care about RPGs, you were like, I. I'm well, not going to spend... The thing that sucked was uh, Gravity Rush started on the Vita. Yeah. Gravity Rush is great. The thing is, Sony didn't support the Vita. Like, they threw it out, and they're like, all right. Yeah, they, they did drop okay. it pretty quickly. And I'm I'm get, the only thing I can figure is they they thought very early on it was going to sell like crazy. I mean, for, for, for reference... The... But the 3DS didn't even sell great at first, but the Nintendo kept going. They're yeah. like... Hey, we got this ambassador program. Hey, you know, please buy the console. Like, We're going to lower the price even for it. Please buy it. Like in the middle of a global pandemic where supply is scarce and it's hard to get a hold of, the PlayStation 5 in its first year, not even been a full year, has already managed to sell the same number as the Vita did in its entire life. Yeah. And I think that's... But I'm hoping to get was, my hands on a Vita one day, though. I wonder if they'll ever... I they probably won't. I what? mean, I mean, I was gonna say I wonder if they'll ever try again, but no, no, I don't think they will. I'm my the thing I'm really curious about at this point. What's Nintendo gonna do next? The they, Switch too. That's the thing. I'm like, I think they're just gonna be stuck having to create evolutions but, of Switch. It's gonna be kind of like the new iPhone every year has better processor and it's a little stronger. That's the only thing you can ask for though because they they got the handheld and right. console. Right. That's the in thing. One. It's like I don't know what else they can do. They can't go back to strictly handheld and they can't go back to strictly home console. But I mean they kind of can. Unless with... they create two systems. Yeah. Well you have the Switch Lite which you can't hook up to a TV and you have the Switch. That's what Essentially, might just happen. You have the Switch, which will be this superior the Switch machine. Pro, which yeah. will run. It can do like 4K, but, 60 FPS. But if it's not portable, that defeats the purpose. That's but, the thing. It's, but no, that one can be portable, mm, but it's also going to be hefty. You know, yeah. it's not going to be. Kind of like the Valve. Um, Steam Deck. Steam Deck, yeah. And then you also have the 
you know, the Switch Lite series, which, yeah, this is only handheld, but it's not going to be anywhere near as powerful as what you could get on your regular Switch, which, as of right now, I think power-wise, they're both the same. Mm-hmm. It's just one you can hook up to the TV, and yeah. the other you cannot. Yeah. I mean, even, and, and it's weird, too, because, like, the OLED Switch that's coming out next month. It's not any more powerful. Exact same internals. It's not going to run any better than the the 2017 Switch I bought on the first day of release, which I think is insane to a degree. But it's going to look prettier. It's going to look pretty. I've seen photos of it in action. It looks it looks great. Like like people like the thinner the thinner bezel, the bigger screen. Yeah. Like it, it, it but looks it's also really nice. $50 more than a regular Switch. You know what's what else is funny speaking of the Switch? Apparently right now it's getting a price cut in Europe. Europe. But also to be fair, if you compare the European prices to the U.S. prices, mm-hmm. I think they're paying more money than we are. Like, if you convert it, so I, ha- I, th- I think I- they're trying to get it to match our price. I have to imagine maybe um, maybe the sales numbers here are still higher compared to Europe. So they're just like, you know, why why cut why cut the price here when it's still selling amazingly well? Right. Whereas in Europe, maybe it's slowed down. And so they're like, okay, let's... Let's cut him a deal and see if it But guess helps. what? You know what had OLED at launch? The Vita. The PS Vita. You also get, you want to know something cooler? The Vita also had cellular compatibility. Yeah, I've never. So if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're like, I want to play some multiplayer. I want to go in the shop and download stuff. You connect to the cellular service, which I think they used AT&T, which, eh, but still. It, it, it's kind of funny. For, with the exception of a cell phone, and Cell- tablets. Cellu- no, cellular has never been a selling point for me. Wow. Oh. I have no desire. Like, for me, I'm never going to have my tablet in a space somewhere where I'm not going to be able to have access to Wi-Fi or something. Or you like, can just turn your phone into a hotspot. Yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, because you got to remember that that becomes a monthly bill that you're paying to. Yeah. And if you're barely ever out and about with, like, I just, cellular has never been a selling point. But it was for, still interesting that the fact that the Vita had that. Yeah, but but it's weird because like even to this day, you know, you know, back then the iPhone was a couple of years old, and and maybe having a different device that was cellular would be cool. But at this point, the newest smartphones do it all. Yeah, you can honestly get like these controllers. You that don't you can need, hook up yeah. to it, and your yeah, smartphone you is don't, like a little mini switch. But like even like. Like even the newest tablets on the market today are still selling with cellular as an option, and it's just like, I don't, I don't get the appeal. I mean, obviously, clearly, I must not be the market for it, uh, but there must be somebody out there who it's for. Yeah, old people um, that don't have Wi-Fi or something. I guess I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's just the way it is. Some things will never change. Some things I have to change. Don't you believe? Yeah, but Vita. It is where it's at. I want to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Everything You Want, Nothing You Need. Be sure you can go to VGX7.com. That's a website. Mm-hmm. It's actually not a website. It's just a URL. It'll oh. take you straight to the YouTube page. You can go there, VGX7, search it on YouTube, find our channel, hit the subscribe button. All right? It's a Put, big red Big red button. button. Can't miss it. You can't miss it. If it says if you subscribe... Don't click it, a baby will die. That's right. We Somewhere don't know. out in the world, there will be a baby that dies. Someone dies every 
seven seconds. I don't know. The Every statistic. time you don't click that subscribe button, somebody dies. Anyway, we don't mean to threaten and scare you, but In please subscribe to the channel. Also, you can go to patreon.com. You may have heard of this little website called Patreon. You can go there and search up VGX7, and you can find us on patreon.com slash VGX7. And you can give us money. Money that we need to keep doing things like this. And our other show, like Ultima Gaming. And other kooky, stupid projects I come up with. I need to buy a suit. All right? Late night gaming talk shows don't start themselves. But with money, anything is possible. So with that, I want to thank you all for listening to the show. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Hugs and kisses. Bye-bye. Kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Okay, bye-bye.